Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Somebody say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody wrote a song one time that said, I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Somebody shout, I've got a feeling everything is going to be all right. If you've never been to the Anchor, we welcome you here tonight. We are so glad you're here. Those watching by way of the web, we're so glad that you've tuned in tonight. We pray you can feel God there like we feel him here. But we all just have a feeling here tonight that everything is going to be all right. Look at your neighbor and say, I've got a feeling everything is going to be all right. See, the devil's been lying to some of you and telling you it's not going to be all right, but it's going to be all right. Somebody say amen. amen. I felt like singing an old southern gospel song, but I need to take my seat. I'm that close. And I need to get out of the way. I need to move. Don't instigate me now. Don't instigate Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Boy, I get in the Holy Ghost. I start singing. I worship this way when I'm all by myself. I sing old songs. Y'all don't like old songs. You know I'm teasing you tonight. Listen, it's going to be all right. Quit worrying about everything. It's going to be all right. Brother Dylan Woodward with us. He has blessed us in our music and ministry and preaching to our youth. He's preaching some of our daughter churches. Some of those were that he was scheduled in. Uh, he could not fulfill those because of the loss of his father who died tragically at age 55. And we prayed for him and he has come back to be with us for through this next week. He'll be gone a couple weeks and with us a couple weeks and then go back to college. But we're thankful for you, Brother Dylan. Amen. We love you, Brother Dylan. We want him to come. Let me tell you something. We love preachers. And we really like young preachers that have a heart for God. Why don't we give him a big Zanesville Anchor Church welcome as he comes to preach. Come on, Brother Dylan, open your heart. Open the word tonight. Aren't you, how many want to hear what the preacher's got to say this evening? Amen. Man, how many are thankful for your pastor? We love Pastor Bounds. So awesome. So awesome. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you so much. Thank you all for believing in me. I feel so loved here at the Anchor Church. I know I've only been with y'all a short time, but it just kind of feels like home. I love it, and I love all of you, and thank you so much for just welcoming me with open arms. 
and I'm so thankful to be here. I love what I feel every time I'm in this room. I've never been in this sanctuary and not felt a powerful touch of God, and I feel it so strong tonight. How many feel it tonight? I believe God's gonna move. I believe right now, I just wanna get out of the way and let God speak, and I believe God's gonna speak, and I believe that there's gonna be hearts that are gonna be changed. There's gonna be foundations built tonight. There's gonna be some people where the word is gonna click and it's gonna take root in our hearts and we're gonna be good ground. We're gonna see a change happen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for what we feel, God. If you can, let's open to Hebrews 4.12. Book of Hebrews, chapter four, verse 12. Wasn't that worship team amazing? They're so talented. I love them. I'm so proud of everybody. And man, you guys have such an amazing church, such an amazing team in every area. And I'm thankful to be here. Okay. Chapter 4, verse 12 of the book of Hebrews. It says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. How many know the word is powerful? How many know that when all else fails, you can stand on the word? When the enemy tries to come in like a flood, you can say, God, I'm not turning back. I'm building myself on your word. I feel there's some people in this place that have made up their minds. God, no matter what comes, I'm standing on your word. Why don't we lift up our hands and ask the Lord to be with us. God, we feel you in this place. Thank you, Lord, for your spirit. Thank you for what we feel, God. We never want to take a moment for granted in your presence. God, we believe there's a mighty move that you're wanting to do. We've already seen the beginning of it, God, but you're not finished yet. I pray that you would be with us, Lord. Let our hearts be open for your word. I pray that you would anoint everything that comes out of my mouth, God. I pray, Lord, that you would speak through me, God. Let our hearts and our minds be open, Jesus. We want you in this place. We desire you more than anything, Jesus. Jesus, we love you. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. You may be seated. Hallelujah. As you're seated, tell the person next to you, let God speak to you tonight. How many know that the word of God is a gift? I'm going to be talking tonight about the gift of his word. I felt that impressed upon me. And man, you can... You can never get enough of the word. I know we, we hear the word preached. We, we get a lot of it. But there's times where we need to be reminded and, and reassured how important and how valuable the word is. God said, I have exalted my word even above my name. His word is important. And anything that's important to God, anything that he exalts, that he values, I want it to value to me too. If, if he said it, I want it in my life. And... You know, if you've been living for God any length of time, you've seen the, the power of the word, the necessity of the word in our lives because the reality is we weren't, we weren't made just to kind of go through this life and have an experience at an altar or in a church service and then just go on and live any normal way, the way we were before. But there's a change that happens. There's something that happens when you get a desire in your heart to know God, to walk with him and to, to be with him and to live this life and live in this truth. And we're so thankful for that. We're so thankful that God doesn't just leave us the way we are. The Bible says all have sinned. 
we were born in sin. We were shaping in iniquity in our mother's womb. And I don't want to stay that way. And I'm thankful that we serve a God who loves us even before we come to him. But he's not just going to leave us the same way. He's given us the tools. He's given us his word to bring us out, to turn our lives around and to change us and conform us into his image. That's the life I want to live. Hallelujah. I don't want to lean on my own understanding. I don't want to just go through this life and try to make it on my own, try to decide what I feel is right and what I feel is wrong, because I get it wrong all the time. I get it all twisted, and we all do. We all do. That's why we need the word. We need it. It's a gift to us. And when you desire to know the Lord, when you desire to walk with him, God will direct you to his word. And when you begin to read, when you begin to pour yourself into the scriptures and just spend time and devotion with him every day, there's something that just changes within you. It's like... It's like just even looking at the word, even just reading it, even if you don't even quite understand it, there's something that it produces within you. It produces fruit. It produces a change, a change in lifestyle, a change in mindset. If you struggle with anything in your mind, any depression or anxiety, you get in the word and there's just a shift that happens. You can't explain it, but it's the word of God that's piercing into your heart, piercing into your mind, and it's changing things. It performs surgery. It does what it needs to do. And even our faith, even our our belief in God, it says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's by the word that we have everything we believe in. Everything, everything we know, when, when people ask me, uh, what kind of a Christian are you? Or what do you believe about God? I say, I'm apostolic and almost all the time. What's that? What does that mean? And I just say, I believe what the Bible says. If it's in the Bible, that's what I believe. I believe this word. I believe what the apostles taught in this doctrine. And, and this is where we get our life from. This is what we build our life on, is this word right here. And the Bible says, he that hath an ear, let him hear. God does not desire to keep himself hidden. God is wanting to reveal himself to us. Every day when we wake up, there is a chance that we have, that we get to choose what we do with our day. And God is wanting us to connect with him every day for him to reveal himself to us. This is meant to be more than just a Sunday and a Wednesday thing or a couple times a week where we connect with God. But the reality is, is that if that's all that we're spending with God, if that's all that we're getting to know him, if that's the depth of our relationship, we're missing out on so much. God has so much more. God desires for every single one of us to live in the fullness of his word, the fullness of his truth. He said, I've come to give life and life more abundantly. He's not wanting us to just stay the way that we've always been. But every day is a new chance to grow in God, to know him more and to walk with him. And there's no greater privilege in this life than just to walk with him. And in John 1, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The beauty of of God is that he has always found ways to reveal his word to us. He's not wanting to keep himself hidden. He's wanting us to know his word because the word is something that in the chaos of this world, the word is something we can build our lives upon. It's a firm foundation. It's a solid rock. We need the word in our lives because the word will help you navigate life. The word will help you cleanse your path. The word will give you the strength and the encouragement, and it will set you free. 
The Bible says they shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And the thing is, the word of God, it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So when we're needing direction, when we're needing clarity, when we don't know what to do or where to turn, we can look to the word and it'll guide us. It, the, the Bible says in Proverbs 3 that he will direct our path when we acknowledge him, when we get in the word. And in Psalm 119, it says, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. When you're at a place in your life where you know you need a change, maybe you're struggling, maybe you're battling, it could be sin, it could be a stronghold in your life, it could be uh, anything in your life that needs to be changed. When you get in the word, it has to produce a change. You can't connect with God, you can't be in the word, you can't gain a greater understanding of the word and it not produce a change. That's the, the beauty we have about living for God is that there's always more. We never hit a place where, we never should hit a place where we get comfortable and we just say, okay, God, this is enough. But there's always more. There's always more breakthrough. There's always more revival. There's always more miracles. There's always more of the knowledge of God that we can have. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee so beautiful just to know the word just to have the opportunity to know God there's no greater honor there's no greater privilege and here's the here's the crazy part when you know the word you can use the word when you get the word in your heart it'll flow out of you in conversation when God is giving you opportunities to talk to people to share to spread his gospel to share the word it'll come to you when you have it in your heart when you internalize it there's there's moments where we'll need it even in our prayer when we're feeling discouraged, when the enemy is coming against us and we feel that barrier, when you begin to quote the word, when you begin to preach the word and, and speak the word over your life and over your situation, something has to change. The word is powerful. I, I grew up in a home where I, uh, I probably heard my mom pray in, in English third in tongues first, and she would pray the word first. The most, I mean, every time I heard her pray, she'd be quoting scripture. It didn't matter what, she, she could be praying for our sick dog or something, and she'd say, Lord, you sent your word to heal me. Like, you know, she would, she would just, uh, the word just flowed out of her, and I'm so thankful for that, and I think it, I know it just gave me an appreciation for the power of the word of God. Like I said, the, the word says that he has exalted his word above his name. And we pray the name of Jesus a lot, and we talk about the name of Jesus a lot, and we should, but we should talk about his word just as much. If God has exalted it, that means there is so much power in his word. When you pray in your own understanding, there's power, but when you begin to say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. When you begin to declare that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, you can pray things that pass when you start praying the word. When you get in the word and you make up in your mind, God, I'm standing upon it. Every promise you've made, everything you've spoken, it'll come to pass. Because the Bible says, the Lord said that my word shall not return void, but it will prosper and it will fulfill everything that it was sent to do. How many believe that? In Jesus' name. I believe that, Lord. I know you can do anything, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus, when he was in the wilderness and being tempted by 
Satan, he responded when the enemy would try to come in and say, Lord, if, if thou be the son of God, and he would try to, to manipulate Jesus and try to twist his mind and, and, and just get in his head. But the, the way Jesus responded was, it is written. He responded with the word because the enemy can try to come against things that are your own thoughts. When you come up with something in your own understanding and, and, and try to stand on that, you can for a while, but the thoughts that we have, they're not foolproof. But when we begin to make our thoughts and our beliefs based on the word, when we begin to pray the word and the, we begin to use that as a shield and we begin to use that as our defense, the enemy can't get through that. He can't break through because everything in the word of God is true. It is infallible. There's no, there's no errancy. There's no lies. Everything in the word of God is true. And so when you make up your mind that you're going to stand on the word, the enemy can't break through that. There's no situation in your life that can stand up against the power of the word. You'll never find, if there's ever anything in your life that does not line up with what the word of God has said, you know that it's not going to prosper, that it cannot stand because the word of God has to prosper. It shall not return void. And every time God speaks, something happens. That's what's amazing about getting to come into this building a few times a week and, and hearing the word. Uh, it, there's nothing that replaces getting in the word on your own and having that personal devotion, that personal time with God where you connect with, you connect with him for yourself. But there's something amazing about the preached word of God. There's something, it's just such a privilege that we have in, in this country, especially to have the freedom to be able to come and gather together and hear the preached word. Because every time God speaks, every time his word goes forth, there's something that changes. In the beginning of time, the way the Bible starts is with his word. He says, let there be light. Everything that he created, he created with his word. I believe he was exercising the power of his word and he was setting the precedent for uh, the foundation of everything is his word. He guarded the tree in the garden of Eden with his word. All he could have put a fence, he could have put a barrier, but he just told Adam, thou shalt not eat of this, of this tree. There's things that God has set in motion by his word, by uh, his, the authority that's in his word. And we can have that same authority when we pray the word, when we speak the word and when we stand on the word, we have that same authority. You don't have to think for a minute that just because you messed up uh, last week or five minutes ago, who knows, that you lose that access to God. God has made a way for us to come in and be in covenant with him. When your sins are washed by the blood, you have access to his word. You have access to his authority. You have access to his love and his grace and his mercy. And when you put all that together, man, you're unstoppable. That's the, that's the, the beauty of being a child of God is that your strength doesn't come from in here. Your strength doesn't come from your flesh, your own ability. But when your strength comes from the word, when your strength comes from the word, there's not a mountain too high. When your strength comes from the word, there's not a situation that's too great. There's not a family member or loved one that's too far gone. When your strength comes from the word, anything is possible. Look at the person next to you say, anything is possible. When you pray the word, you're declaring who God is. When you pray the word, you're declaring things that are already set in motion. When God speaks something, it has to come to pass. 
It has to come to pass. There's no force. There's nothing in heaven or earth. There's nothing that can stop the word. How many believe that? Thank you for your word, Jesus. The name of Jesus. Anyone ever been in a situation where God gave you a word and you had to hold on to that word and believe that it would come to pass? Anybody been there? Anybody been in a place where you had no direction in your life, but when you found a scripture that just connected with where you were at, you were able to find peace and hope and know that God was with you, that God was working on your behalf. There's power in this word. There's power when we get a hold of it. There are people who can hear it every Sunday and every Wednesday all their lives, but they never open up their hearts to it. They never allow it to sink in, to get, root, to get rooted within their heart. Their heart can just be bad ground. It can fall on the wayside. It could be shallow ground or it could get crushed by the thorns. But when you allow your heart to be good ground, when you open yourself up to the word, that's what we got to pray every time we come into the house of God. Every time we open our Bibles at home and begin to read and connect with God, we've got to open ourselves up and say, Lord, what do you want to speak? Whatever you want to speak to me, God, my heart is open. Whatever you want to do within me, my heart is open. When you open up your heart to God, anything can happen. There's no limitations to the God we serve. How many believe that? There's not a sickness that is beyond his ability to heal. There's not a situation that is beyond his ability to turn around. I've seen it happen. I'm young, but I've seen it happen in my own life. There's healings and there's miracles. The greatest moves of God, it's all waiting to happen when we connect with his word. Why don't we lift up our hands and just thank him? Oh God, thank you for the gift of your word, Jesus. Thank you, God, for speaking to us, Lord, for revealing yourself to us, for giving us your word, for giving us a foundation we can build our lives upon, Jesus. That when the storms of this life come, God, we can have a firm, solid rock of a foundation in you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Church, we've got to learn how to stand on the word. We've got we've to learn how to get beyond what we feel. That's, that sometimes can be the biggest hindrance to, to the people of God, to the saints of the Most High. You ever seen somebody who comes to church and, man, they're lifting their hands during the worship. They love what they feel. But then when the preaching starts, they never open themselves up to it. They, they, uh, they like the feeling, but they won't allow the roots to grow. And they won't allow anything to take root in their lives and anything to produce a change. And a lot of times, that usually doesn't work out too well for them, most of the time, unless there's a change, praise God. But I said all that to say that we've got to make up in our minds. Every opportunity we have to hear the word, we've got to make our effort to be there. Anytime that God is calling us to prayer, calling us to connect, when you feel to, to open up your Bible, we've got to take those opportunities because it produces fruit within us. It produces strength. And if you feel weak in your life, if you feel hopeless, you begin to get in the word and you'll see a change. You'll see something happen. When you begin to pray the word, when you begin to use the word, because once you know the word, you can use it. When you begin to pray the word, when you, if you have a lost family member, you begin to say, God, I believe, Lord, that every promise you've made is yea and amen. And I believe they're coming home. I believe that there's a place for them here in this church. 
when you have a situation in your finances that you cannot make a way for on your own, that's not an impossibility. That is an opportunity for God to reveal his glory, for him to reveal his power. And when you begin to pray and you begin to declare the word, there's something that just changes. There's something that changes. How many believe that? How many believe in the power of his word? I loved what they were singing tonight. There's nothing that's ever going to get me to turn back. There's no mountain. There's no valley. No desert will ever take my song. There's nothing that's going to stop me. There's nothing that this enemy can throw at me that's stronger than the world. So why would I be afraid of anything this life could throw my way? I know what I believe. I know what I'm built upon. I'm not leading on my own understanding, but I've made my mind. I'm buying this truth and I'm not selling it. I'm not giving it away for anything. Why don't somebody lift up your hands right now and begin to pray the word? Whatever you need in this place, whatever situation you may be facing, speak the word. Declare faith over your life. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we thank you, Lord, for giving us your authority, God, for giving us your power, God that it wouldn't be of our own ability or our own strength, Jesus, but we can lean on you. Somebody lean on him right now. You may be facing an impossibility, but God has given us his power and his authority. God, I will build my life upon this word. I will put all my faith in this word, put all my faith in you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, and we can remain standing. The Bible says that whoever hears my sayings and does them, that I will liken them to a man who has built his house upon a rock. And anyone who hears my sayings and does not open themselves to them, does not take heed and does not apply them, does not believe them. He is likened unto a man who built his house upon a sand. And I want to ask every member of this church, this amazing and beautiful church, everyone in the room tonight, what is your foundation? What is the, the rock of your life? What are you anchored to? What are you built upon tonight? Because the reality is that everything else will fade. Everything in this world is temporary. Every, every, everything we could build our life upon, every relationship, every, every opportunity, career, education, whatever we pursue in this life, whatever we set as our cornerstone, it'll all fade away one day. How many know this world is not our home? I don't want to build my life. I don't want to get too invested with anything here. But I know what my future holds. I know what my life is built upon, what my faith is built upon. And there's so much power in that, in that reassurance and knowing that. And I believe that there's a, there's a work that's God, that God is wanting to do tonight. And I feel that the response for tonight, there's nothing that can replace an altar service. There's nothing that can replace coming and connecting with God and letting the, the word that was preached kind of get rooted and, and, and settle. And the altar will establish the word that was preached, but it's the day-to-day -day that seals it. It's what we do when we leave this church, when we walk out of these doors.
And so I, what, I've, what I feel in my heart and what I've been feeling all day and yesterday is, is just for us to, to get the word in our hearts, to make a, a renewed commitment of, God, I want to seek you. A lot of times we can ask God for a word. We can say, Lord, I want to know you. I want you to speak to me. We haven't opened our Bible in six months. And there's nothing that can replace this beautiful truth that we've been given, this amazing word. It's a lamp to our feet and it's a light to our path. Whatever you need, you can find it in the word. How many believe that? Whatever you need, you can find it in this word. So why don't we come before the Lord right now and let's just open up our heart to him. God, whatever you need right now, you can ask him and he'll give it. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. We can pray the word. We can declare, God, every promise you've made, it's coming to pass. I'm going to hold on to your word. I'm going to hold on to what I believe, God. I'm not going to let my foundation just be on my own thoughts, my own ideas, the things that I would try to come up with on my own, God. But I believe, Lord, that everything I need is found in your word. All that I need in this life is found in you, Jesus. Somebody speak right now to your situation. Say, God, I believe your word. I believe your promises, Lord. I've made up my mind, God. I'm not going to turn back. I'm not going to let anything allow me to stumble, God. I've said in my heart, God, I've purposed in my heart, Jesus. You're what I want. You're what I'm living for. You're what I'm building my life upon, oh God. Somebody make that recommitment in their heart tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.